Shalom to all. Today's daf is Yerushalmi Pe'adaf Tezayin. We are starting Tezvav Amad Be'ez about four lines up from the bottom with the word Tani. And in the Vilna Tzorza daf, it's Tezvav Amad Be'ez about halfway through the Amad. And today's daf is sponsored Lilu Nishmas, Marsh, Miriam, Sarabas, Yaakov, Misha, Hernish, Shama should have an Aliyah. Now, in the previous Gemara, we learned that if a Kayan Levi bought produce after Meruach, they're chayv to separate the Truman Meiser and give it to a different Kayan Levi. Now, the Gemara discusses this regarding Meiser Ani. So, Gemara tells us, Tani, we have a Brisa, Loi Nechlak, Rebbe, Rebbe Huda Nasi, Rebbe and Rebbe Huda Nasi do not argue in regards to the following. Now, before I continue, let's just pause to try to understand this. Rebbe and Rebbe Hudanasi are the same person. We know that throughout Mishnais and Gemara, Rebbe Hudanasi is called Rebbe. So who are these two people we're talking about? So Mepharshim explained that Rebbe Hudanasi is actually referring to Rebbe's grandson, who is also known as Rebbe Hudanasi. And in the Bavli, we actually call him Rebbe Hudanasiya in order to differentiate between him and his grandfather. So the Brasa tells us that Rebbe and his grandson, Rebbe Hudanasiya, don't argue in regards to the following. In regards to someone who buys produce, which is still attached to the ground, and he bought it from a guy who grew that produce, that produce is chayv in Meiser. There's machlekes regarding a guy's ownership in Eretz Yisrael. Do we say that he owns this land to the extent that now his produce is part of from Meiser or not? So both Rabbi Yudah Nasi and Rebbe agree that Ein Kenyan Meiser, and therefore the Yid that bought this produce from a guy is chayv to take off Meiser. Furthermore, if a Yisrael went in his place, which means he rented the land from the guy and he grew crops on the land, of of course, he would be chayv to take off maestres. Tazayin amar alf on the top. Another thing they don't argue about. V'halakech pairs tolution min hagai. If a yid purchases detached produce from a guy, and this is ready after meruach, shehin paturas min maestres, they're potter from maeser. So amar nechelku. What do they argue about? V'halakech pairs tolution min chaveroi. If a person bought detached produce from his friend. After Meruach, Bishnas Meiser Ani. If it's a year of Meiser Ani, meaning the third or sixth year of the Shemitah cycle, we have to separate Meiser Ani from produce. And he bought this produce after Meruach, so it already had a chiv to have Meiser Ani separated, but Meiser Ani was not separated yet. So Rabbi Huda Nasi, Rabbi Huda Nasi says, Echad Ani Vechad Ashir, whether the one purchasing this produce was an Ani or an Ashir, might see in Miyade. We're going to take that Meiser Ani away from him and make sure that it's given to a different Ani. Rabbi Amir, Rabbi says, Ashir Matsin Miyadai, if the fellow who bought this produce is wealthy, so then we're going to take the Meiser Ani away from him. But Ani, if the fellow who bought it wasn't Ani, ain't might seen Miyadai, we don't take it away from him. He can keep the Meiser Ani that's in this produce. Now, the Gemara explains, my time with Rabbi Yudan Nasi, what's Rabbi Yudan Nasi's reasoning? The answer is, Kashem the same way that a person can't be Zaycha in his own Lekachechempea, even if he's an Ani, he can't be Zaycha in his own Meiser Ani. Now, how do we know that an Ani cannot be Zaycha in his own Lekachechempea if he's the owner of the field? That's because the Pasuk says, Don't gather the like it of your harvest, leave them for the ani and the ger. Now we dash in the pasuk with the word la'ani attached to the words loisalakit. That even if the owner of the field is an ani, he's not allowed to take his own leket. So by that same token, if an ani purchased produce that had maaser ani in it, meaning maaser ani wasn't separated from it, but there was a chiv to separate maaser ani from it, so that ani is not allowed to keep the maaser ani. He has to give it away to somebody else. The gemara continues. My time with the rebbe. What's rebbe's reasoning that this ani is allowed to keep this? Meister Ani that he purchased? That's because like a Chechopea ain't on Tevlin, like a Chechempea, don't turn the grain into Tevel. Let's say he forgot to leave like a Chechempea. The grain is not considered Tevel, like Meister Ani is Tevel. If a person didn't take off Meister Ani from his grain, so this grain is considered Tevel until he takes off Meister Ani, and therefore, this grain was already considered Tevel while it was still in the Rishos of the first person, meaning while this grain was by the first person, the original owner, it already had a 
to have Meister Uni taken off of it, which means it's already considered Tavel. And now that the second fellow, who's an Uni, bought this grin from the first person, he's buying that first person's Meister Uni. So now when the second person separates the Meister Uni, he's separating it for the first person. So it's not considered like he's keeping his own Meister Uni. It's not his Meister Uni, it's the first guy's Meister Uni. So that's why this Uni is allowed to keep this Meister Uni. And the Gemara further clarifies, my time is Rabbi Danasi was Rabbi Danasi's reasoning that this Uni has to give away the Meister Uni. That's Mishum Knas because of Knas. The same thing that we learned in the previous Gemara regarding a Kain and Levi, that when they buy produce after Meruach, they have to take off the Trumas and Meisters and give it to a different Kain and Levi because of a Knas. We're afraid that we're going to have wealthy Kainam and Levim going to the owner of the field and buying all of his produce off of him for a reduced price, and both of them are going to gain in this business deal. So we're afraid an enterprising Ani is going to do the same thing. He's just going to go to the owner of the grain before he takes off Meister Ani, give him a good price for it, and the Ani is going to gain because he can keep all the Meister Ani for himself. So therefore, we place a Knas on him according to Yudanasi that if he buys the grain after Meruach, meaning already once there was a Chiyav of Meister Ani, he's not allowed to keep this Meister Ani. Now, my time to Rebbe, what's Rebbe's reasoning that we don't apply this Knas is because Asher Yeshbiadelikach, a wealthy person, he has money to go to the owner of the field and buy a large quantity of grain off of him for good price. But Ani and Biadelikach, a poor person, doesn't have money. He doesn't have the finances to go to the owner of the field and buy a whole bunch of grain from him for a reduced price. There's a reason why we're calling him an Ani. He doesn't have the money. So therefore, there's no reason to Knas him in the situation that he just so happened to have been able to buy this produce that had Meister Ani in it. We don't have to be afraid that this is going to become common practice for Aniim. And a further clarification of this Machlaikes is Shabi Hudanasi says, a poor person does have the ability to borrow money easily, and therefore we have to apply this Knas to him, because even though he's poor, he's going to be able to borrow money, and then he can buy a large quantity of grain for a reduced price, making other Aniim lose out on the Meister Ani. For Rebbe, I mean, Rebbe says, it's not easy for him to borrow money. In general, it's not so easy for a poor person to get a loan, because the lender is not so sure he's going to even get the money back, so therefore there's no reason to make this Knas. Hadron Dvarim, Malzar for finishing the first parak of Masechus Peah, the same way we were Zechah to finish this parak together, we should be Zechah to finish the entire Masechah together, and all of Yerushalmi together. And now moving on to brand new parak, Ve'il Mafsikin Lepeah, the Mishnah says, the following things create a division for Peah. We're going to see in the Gemara that every field has to have its own Peah taken off of it. You can't take off Peah from one field for another. Now often you'll have a big field, but there's a division in the middle of the field, halachically separating it into two fields, requiring a Peah from each of these fields. So the following things are considered a division for Peah. Hanachal, if there's a stream running through the field, Vashlulis, and a channel or a canal. This is usually understood to be an irrigation canal. Vidar Chayachet, in a private road. A private road is four amas wide. Vidar Harabim, a public road, which is 16 amas wide. Ushvil Hayachet, Ushvil Harabim, a private footpath or a public footpath. A private footpath is one of those really narrow paths that might go through a field or like a trail that you might go on. That you literally have to put one foot in front of the other. It's so narrow. And Ushvil Harabim doesn't mean that it's a public path for everyone to use. This is really just an access path that gives local field owners access to their fields through your field. Now, these pathways are only considered a division. If these are set, meaning these paths are used during the summer and during the winter. If they're not used during both the summer and the winter, they're just seasonal paths. They're not considered a division in the field. Furthermore, habur, totally empty land, meaning land which hasn't been plowed or planted. The hanir and the piece of land which was plowed. And lastly, vizera acher, another species that was planted. So let's say he has a big field of wheat, and in the middle of this big field of wheat, he has a whole strip of beans growing through it. 
So those beans divide the field of wheat into two separate fields, and he has to leave an individual payah for each field. Now we have a machlaikes. Hakatzer l'shachas mafsik. Div Rav Meir. Rav Meir says that if he cuts grain for shachas, so that's considered hefsik. What's shachas? Shachas is animal food. And basically what they do is, is they take tvua and they cut it while it's still young, and that's good for animal fodder. And the farmer might be able to get multiple crops of shachas out of one standard crop of tvua because again, he doesn't let it grow all the way. He cuts it while it's still young, and then it keeps on growing, and then he cuts it while it's still young. So according to Rav Meir, if a person has a swath of shachas cut through his field, that's a hefsik in between the two other sides. Whereas v'chamayim l'chamim say, enim hefsik, it's not considered a hefsik. Elim ken charash, unless he plowed that area. The reason why the chamim say it's not considered a hefsik is because cutting it for shachas is just considered like he's starting the harvest early. It's like he's starting the harvest on one part of the field on Sunday, and the next part of the field the next Sunday. So it's just considered like one big harvest. The only way it's going to be considered like a hefsik in the field is if he plowed that area, and as we said before in the Mishnah, near, which is a plowed field, that creates a hefsek. Now the Gemara tells us, how do we know that each field needs its own pay taken off of it? Shenera, because the Pasuk says, Sadcha, your field, and we learn from here, as long as you don't take payah from one field onto another. So each individual field needs its own payah. Now the Gemara tells us, this is not mechaver. Now in Bavli, this word is usually spelled, which means clear. An Einem Chavar means it's not clear. And over here, the base is interchangeable for a Vav. Now, what does that mean this halacha is not clear? That means that this halacha is not Da'iraisa. These divisions that we learned in the Mishnah are all divisions Da'irabanan. And how do we know this? Because in Tamer Mechavarhu, if you want to say this is a Din Da'iraisa, so Afilus Deha Ilan Mavsek, all these divisions that we mentioned in our Mishnah should be considered divisions for a field of trees in an orchard. And we know that they're not. How do we know that? The Tanin Taman, we learned in the Mishnah later on, Hakal Mavsek Lizrayim, everything is created a Hafsek, a division in a field of Zrayim, something that's planted, for example, beans or grain or something like that. But the only thing that's considered a hefsik in a field of trees, in an orchard, is a fence. So obviously these that we mentioned in the Mishnah are not Dairaisa. Because if they were Dairaisa, then they would apply by a state Elon as well. And now the Gemara continues clarifying, Hagadar Mechover, do you want to say that a fence in a field of trees is clear, meaning it is a Dairaisa? That's not so. The Mechover, it's not a Din Dairaisa either. Why so? Because you dine on with Alpha on top. In Terra Mechover, if you want to say it is a Din Dairaisa, well, Afilu Ser Kaisesh Mafsik. Then even Ser Kaisesh should be Mafsik. What's Ser Kaisesh? This refers to when we have a fence going through a field of trees, but the branches from one side are overhanging onto the other side of the fence. So if a gather, if a fence through an orchard was considered a Hafsik Dairaisa, then it shouldn't make a difference if there's branches hanging over the fence. But we know that it does make a difference. The Tanina, because we learned in a Mishnah, Im Hayaser Kaisesh, if there's branches hanging over the fence, it's not considered a hefsek. You give one payah for the entire field, not counting this fence. That shows us that this is not a halacha dairaisa. And in Terim if you want to suggest that this din of Seir Kaisesh is dairaisa, the Hainu, that a fence is considered a division in an orchard as long as there's no branches overhanging, and that's a din dairaisa, well, Afilu Mitzad Echad Mafsek, really the proper girsa is to add in the word Enoi or Loi Mafsek, then the fence should not be considered a division even if the branches are hanging over only one side. And we know that that's not so. Detani, because we have a Braisa, Imayar Seir Kaisesh Mikan Umikan. Only if there's branches overhanging from both sides, so then the fence is not considered a hefsek. But if there's branches hanging over one side, the fence is considered a hefsek. So it can't be this halach of Sarah Kaisesh is Dairaisa. So therefore we conclude that not only are the divisions mentioned in our Mishnah not Dairaisa, also the division in an orchard, namely a gather, that's not Dairaisa either. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow, continuing to talk about this for now. 
everyone should have a wonderful day.